Upload date is uh, Thursday, June 16th. This is episode 265. Donna left her with a big cliffhanger, didn't she? About Richard the Beaver. This is bad news. Is it? Well, let's, let's not spend an awful lot of time on it. <sighs> it's a big accusation. In the first three and a half minutes of this episode. You're quabashing my dream? No, not for right now, yeah. And then there's these two soon-to-be classics that you'll hear within 30 seconds of one another, beginning at the 1830 mark. I'm like, how? I don't, I don't even have pants on. This is a boy. He has a penis. What did Nana say right then in that moment? My God. Let's get right to it. Episode 265. This is Cadillac Jack, my second act. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to my second act. It's a podcast where we talk about things you're already talking about with your family and your friends, your coworkers, your neighbors. We talk about pop culture, news headlines, current events, trends, music and country music. Also have endearing and sometimes very revealing conversations about marriage, parenting, and personal growth. My name is Donna. I'm Caddy's wife. Before we get started, do you have one of those little wipey things that wipes your glasses? Uh, I mean to. That you carry around? Um, I'll, I'll check. I'll check. Okay. Well, I don't I know that I do. If, if I, I have a briefcase see. up here, I would, yeah. I can't see. Why? Because it's so hot? Yeah, and, and I'm like, my, my glasses are fogged. Yep. Anywho. Um, okay, so I'm a firm believer that there are no... Um, age limits on restarting your life, getting your life going, if there's something else you want to do in life, if you want to change careers or, you know, whatever. I don't think there's necessarily a timetable on it, but if there, but sometimes life does stop us from doing things. Let's just sure. face it. Maybe it's financial. Maybe it's you have kids or small kids or, right. you know, whatever. And so is there something in your life you would like to do right now? And maybe it's not even career-wise, but like if, if there was nothing kind of holding you right, back. Right, right, Like if life wasn't holding you back. Right. Is there something what, though? That you would want to do. Or um, I, um, I mean, you've kind of... Travel. Okay, well, okay. Travel. Right. I, well, I hadn't had a vacation in three years. I hadn't been, I mean, I hadn't been anywhere in three years. I hadn't been to the beach. Everybody's, have you seen a lot of vacation pictures in your social media this week? Yes. A lot it's of people a big on vacation. vacation. Is week. it? I thought people, at this point, why don't you wait until July 4th week? I guess, but anyway. Well, that's not true. We went on the to the beach last year. Okay, I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. We did during the pandemic. Right during the, mm. which I loved. Yeah, because it's kind of like giving the finger to everybody too. Well, I mean that's fine. So yeah, okay, that's good. Yeah, then travel. Yeah. So yeah, I want to get out of here. Okay. Um. All right. Well, mine is. Um. I think I would go to law school. And there's the man of the hour. Out of the closet, he comes. Introduce him. your friend coming out of the closet. Um. His name is Zipper Zipina mm-hmm. Zipster. Zipito. Okay. I call him all kinds of things. He's my, he's the big orange cat that I'm just so in love with. So I'm kind of thinking like, I think I missed my calling. I think I would have been an excellent lawyer. Been a great lawyer. And my sister's an attorney. She is a great one. So I'm kind of like, Partner. should I go back to law school? To law school? Well, again, if, if, if with the parameters that you discussed before the segment, um, we're in play, of course. And that, what were the, the money's not an object. Well, it is right now. Time. If you have the time, no kids, you can, I don't think you have the time and you have kids. Mm-mm. So I, I, yeah, I'm all about it. But right now, no. You're quabashing my dream. No, no. For right now. Yeah. But you, you couldn't go to law school right now. Come on. No, but do you believe that like, if, if it is truly your dream, then you just move the mountains to make it work. Sure. 
if you can find $50,000 in, in the next few days, if you can uh, find some, something to do with the kids for how long are you in law school? Four years? Two years. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. You'd be a great lawyer. I've always said that. You would be a phenomenal lawyer. I wouldn't go up against you. What's that? Who has a, that lawyer? That, which lawyer has a commercial? I'll let him out. I'll let the kid out. The commercial here in Atlanta, uh, one of the personal injury guys, I think, and they find out who the other lawyer is. And like, oh, we have to settle now. We can't go up against. Donna Choate. What, that, that's you. Yeah. That's you. The other the, the other attorneys would get a letter saying I'm representing so-and-so. They'd be like, fold. Well, I fold. just. She'll, she'll eat you. I just don't. Spit be- you out. I don't believe in light regrets in life. So, you know, I don't think you should ever look back and be like, God, I wish I had done this. Yeah, or, yeah, goodbye. I wish I had said this or I wish I had done this differently. I just, I just refuse. I like look backs. I like to look back and think about how I would have done things differently, but I don't like to live in it. So I don't know. I may investigate this at some point because I don't want to have a regret. And this could be a big regret for me. Would you want like to be your own firm or would you want to join a firm? Would it be like Donna Jack, know. attorney at law? I don't know. And I think for me, it's it would almost be less about practicing and more just I, I would just enjoy like learning. And listen, I think we've been in court so much. I probably could start out as a second year. Kind of like when you take those courses, suddenly you're a senior in high school. You went in as a sophomore six weeks earlier. Uh, something Something's going on here because um, I don't know, like a couple of my friends are battling ants right now because it's so dry outside. The ants are just like coming inside. And the other day, I don't even know where they came from. There was like a piece of, um, like a Pop-Tart or something somebody had left downstairs, and there were all these ants on it. And I had to get out the ant spray and kill them. And like I'd never seen them before. So like I don't know where they came from. So then I shut all the vents. I wonder if that's why it's so hot downstairs. I just thought about this. Oh, gosh, I just thought about this. Why don't I take over from here? You run downstairs and see. I'm going to wait. Um, but anyways, now I feel like they're on my ankles and stuff, and they're itching. Are your ankles itching? No, but... I've had the sudden sudden sensation a couple of times of thinking, and I thought it was just my imagination, of thinking that there were ants crawling up the back of my legs. What? Yes, and I was even swat at them. And now that you bring this up, kind of like you just had a light bulb moment wondering if our air has crashed and it's 98 degrees downstairs because you shut all the vents trying to keep the ants out. Just like that light bulb moment, I just had one. I'm wondering if we don't have an ant infestation. And these indeed were ants marching up the back of my leg. Oh my god! Two, three times in the past. Oh day. my god! It's like if, you know, it's like when your kids are little and someone says that, you know, they finally come clean and they're like, "Listen, the reason we couldn't come to your sleepover is because little Anna Kate had lice." And you're like, "Oh Jesus Christ!" And so, like, you start scratching your head. Right, right, and you right. just can't deal with it. Like this, I'm telling you. Oh God! Remember, they're scratching right now. I know. I'm I freaking think, out. Uh, yeah, there's, I think. That, uh, I think. Yeah. Okay. Something's then, can you please? While we're live here, can you close the cookies and close food and quit leaving stuff out? There's nothing out in this room. I'm not no talking about here. here. Maybe they've hitched a ride onto me up here. I don't know. Have you ever had lice? I've never had lice. I've ne- Hear me now. I've never had lice. I have. One time. And I know exactly who Olivia got it from. She went to a sleepover. I thought you said you had it. Well, I got it from them. Well, I don't know if I've ever told this story. Let me tell the story. So Olivia went to a sleepover, and this particular family, they knew that there was a lice problem, but they just couldn't take it on. So they just were one of those families that just, it it, it just kept coming and going. Well, at the time, of course, I didn't know it. Or I well, explain that. What do you mean? Kept well, coming and going. Like, if you don't do the proper steps, then... They don't go away. They don't go away. And if I had known this, I wouldn't have let her get five feet from this doorway but i did and she came home and i'll never forget one day she was just like 
oh, my head's itchy, whatever. And I'm like, hmm. come in the bathroom. And if you've ever dealt with a lice problem, if you've seen like, but like, have you ever seen those monkeys at the zoo that preen each other? Well, that's what I was doing. I separated her hair and then I went okay, full on ballistic crazy, not at her, but just at the situation. I bought everything. I went to CVS. I bought every single thing, which by the way, public service announcement doesn't work. All these home remedies and all this stuff. And you have to take each little strand of hair and all this stuff. So what I did, my friends, is what I encourage everyone to do when you have a problem. And what is that, Cali Jack? Ask your wife. Well, that and outsource it. Pay someone to fix the problem. This is a very Cadillac Jack way of thinking. This is how you do things, right? So I well, was not like, more I did, yeah, yeah. So I was like, who can fix the problem? Lysbusters. I think that was the name of something it. like that. Yeah, they had their own shampoo and everything. But so here was the funny thing. So we went, and you go in this side door. It's like in this office park, and they take them in, and they. You know, they like when sit, you have your, your plastic surgery, you come out yeah. the side door when you're and done. And they sit them in the chair, and you're just sitting there waiting. You know. You know. And so they get the comb, and they show it to you, and like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And at that point, you will pay any amount of money Take care of to it. get this problem solved. So it was three fifty a head. So we're up to $700 because we got two girls. And then I'm sitting in the chair. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, both, no, I'm not both, kidding. Both had Charlotte oh, yeah. and Olivia had it. Oh, yeah. And they, then you got it. Well, let me tell you what happens. So I said, I'm just sitting there and I'm like, oh, my God. So they're like. Uh, Some sort of upsell coming, I think. No. They're like, well, let's check you while we're here. And I'm like, oh, there's no way. I don't have it. And meanwhile, I'm like, I'm scratching my head. Because like, if I even think of, of I have something, then I have it. And damned if they didn't go through my hair. And they were like, I got really bad news for you. And I'm like, there's no way. There. They put some eggs I said, there. there's no way. I get my hair colored every three weeks. That would have to kill them. We're going to get the mom while she's here, another 350 bucks. Come on, put some, plant some eggs in her hair. Well, they gave me it too. It's kind of like when you go get your air filter, when you get your oil changed, they bring out that dirty air filter. Right, right, I'm right. like, don't come at, don't come at me because yeah. I know you're the same filter from last time I was yeah, here. Yeah, no. Um, but they showed them to me. And at that point, you're just at their mercy. And so here's the thing. They gave me a deal. So I was only 250 But here's how everybody knows you have lice when you're in like elementary school. So they wet our hair and did this whole treatment that was like, I think it took like three hours for all of us. And then they slick your hair back. Like you're one of those dancers in the, um, that the, Nutcracker. the Robert Palmer video. Oh, that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then yeah, addicted to love. Yes. And so, and they put it in this tight, tight bun. Okay. And like, it's wet. I mean, it is like wet and slick down a tight bun. And I remember I took the girls back to school. And I walked in. I'm like, we've all been, we've been at the dentist. And meanwhile, we all have the exact same. Do you have the, the thing on the, the cover on your head? No, but it's like this tight, tight bun that they've done. And like Olivia had never worn a bun in her life. Why I mean, would you she, take them back to school? I don't know why I made them go. Maybe they had missed a lot of school or something. I don't know. It was early in the morning. But the, literally, the three of us walked into Birmingham Falls Elementary right. with the exact same hairdo. And I just remember the woman at the front's like, listen. I mean, they knew, you know. And I think she was like. Do you have like I had to produce a letter or something that saying that they were lice free or something? It was just a mess. That's that's why I took them back because you have to be lice free for like I don't even know how long before you can get back in the school. And I remember I came home and preened you. I didn't see anything, and I had really good vision back there. Like, that's part of the problem. Until I put my glasses on, I didn't even see the ants because I can't see. Have you seen the ants though? Have you I put saw eyes one on one time? Ants? One time on the piece. A pop chart. Gosh, who's who ate that? One who was eating that? You, you. Everyone knew that when but you, they get, you mentioned it first. The girls so that get was, so mad because they're like, "Daddy's pop tart." Well, they're yeah. like, "Daddy ruins all the cookies because he won't close them." All right. Okay. Thank you, uh, boy. You left us with a cliffhanger last episode. Let's let's get right to it. Do you think that uh, Richard the Beaver? This Richard, is bad news. Is it? 
Well, let's, let's not spend an awful lot of time on it. You know, let's, be, let's get to the positive stuff here in a little bit. We're going to play games and pull each other's fingers in just a bit. What? Um, it's not necessarily bad news. It's just like, okay. So the other day I was coming around. Um, I had done my little Dairy Queen run. And I was coming around. And I thought, I'm going to go by and check him. It's, this is the kind of weather, although it's a little hot for him. But this was last week. It was a little cooler. It was perfectly dusk. And we were supposed to have a full moon that night. And I thought, this is the night for Richard. Now, if you're new to the podcast, Richard is a beaver that I have befriended. I have touched him. He has a little wiggly paddle tooth. It's a paddle tooth. It's a rogue paddle tooth. And he kind of stands up and like, he doesn't wave, but he definitely like, it's almost like you see him in a bow tie in a way. He's sort of welcoming people through the roundabout. But anyway, I go through the roundabout and I see this furry kind of like blob thing. And he's not standing on his hind legs. He's like sitting but he's definitely got some sort of like stick or something, wood that he's like chewing on. So I go around and I'm like, I start home and then I'm like, dang it, I'm going to go back. Because, but this time I was like, I'm not going to stop my car and I'm not going to get a, a, a stick, a stick touch him with. and I'm not going to try to like poke him in the rear. Because number one, I think that I just got to stop doing and, that. Well, and you wouldn't appreciate it. I just sort of pulled over the side, which this guy behind me starts honking his horn for me to go faster. And I'm like, stop it. Even if I'm not trying to track a beaver, I can go whatever damn speed limit I want to go. It's always a man, too, trying to control you. Of course it is, because we're angry. Oh, my God. Trying to get you to go go faster. It's like, I want to go the the speed I'm going. And then I see this little blob. I'm like, do beavers nurse? Like, is he nursing something? Here's the thing. I just got kind of upset because I'm like, what is, I don't know what's going on. Like, I don't know. And then I was like, is the little beaver hurt? Is the big beaver? And then I couldn't figure out if it was Richard. So I wanted to get up closer, see if he had this rogue paddle tooth. So I get up a little closer and I was like, people would have thought I was crazy. No, no. Cat, no. See, they that's would. where you're wrong. That's where they, they already do. Okay. That's where but wrong. I was like, Richard, smile. Because I thought if I could see his tooth, you know, maybe give me a smile. Okay, this is, this is crazy. No, it's not. It is. And so, well, I'm invested. I love animals. And so he gave me nothing. And so I just got back in my car and drove off. But I swear it's the same spot and the same time. So do beavers nurse? Have you looked it up? Beavers produce milk within their mammary glands. Beavers have four nipples, uh, which are only visible when the female is lactating. So in other words, you don't see her nipples. You maybe see some of her, you know, her cups and some, some meat. I don't know that it was necessarily nursing it. Maybe he was just like, maybe he's the dad. And he was, I don't know. And then I'll tell you one last thing. Yeah. I did go around a fourth time just because I've never seen a baby beaver. Are you ready for this? I don't think so. Go ahead. I haven't talked about this. I hadn't talked about this in podcast form, but out of the blue yesterday morning, Melissa Cape sent me a picture of a baby beaver. Melissa is a great pod, pod peep. And she sent me a picture of a baby beaver. Did she, she see a baby, like in the, the lot? Was this like an AP stock photo? Yeah, she just got a picture. She said, or a picture in her neighborhood. No, no. It was just like a stop. She was okay. like, is this not the cutest little thing you've ever seen? I'm like, oh my God, it's so cute. And I was going to go into my whole story, but I just thought, she's going to think I'm crazy. Yeah, that's where you're wrong. I walked back to, I left my flashers on, pulled all the way up, did a loop, came around. Yeah. Let's, let's not park. There's part of me that doesn't understand why, like if there's something that you care about, like, like, okay, obviously one of my, the things that I care the most about are, well, is everything, but, and animals. And I feel like you just, I don't know, like mm. part of being someone's spouse so tired. Yep. is, is, is enjoying what they enjoy. I got to tell you a few things. Thinking out loud here. I'm not a big fan of beavers. How, but why? Just never been a fan of the beaver. But I, okay. um, so there's that. I, I do get great joy 
in the pleasures that you have, most of them. That's not one of them. Who pokes a beaver? Who pokes a beaver? You do. Hard. There, there are plenty of people, reaction. but there are people who like poke snakes. I mean, it's no different. If you come upon different. something. No, no, it's very different. Very different. Okay. Very different. Um, I think that you parking with now, we just learned your flashers on. Thank you for that, I guess, to give others a heads up that are coming around the, spinning around turn three there, that you're you're in the poking a beaver. Uh, that's that's it's just a bit of a safety issue. Yeah, that's just just the surface. But the, the, those reasons alone, I think, would be reason to to question your stability when it comes to. Now I'll tell you this. This Wait, Donna, we really got to move on. Well, I just want to tell you one more thing. Yeah. This, we had a cat named Maxwell, and Who, who's we? My family. And when I was eight years old, we took him to the vet. I mean, and this vet was crusty as crud in Smyrna. I mean, he had no bedside manner. He, I don't think he liked animals. And so we took Maxwell the cat and our beagle Pedro. I don't know why my mom decided to take them on the same day. Maybe you got a discount. And Where did that name Pedro come from? I don't know. Okay. I think Donald named him. But anyways, my brother. So we took Maxwell the cat in, and Maxwell was going to get spayed. And the vet told us, he's a boy. And we're like, what? That happens. Yeah. That so, does happen. So we had to shorten his name to Max. All right. And like he came in and he, you know, like we had given him all this love and my parents, cause I mean, we were little and my mom had prepared us for like, he's going to go under and he's going to have to be gentle with him when he came back. And I just, I was like, I didn't understand the whole thing. I'm like, well, what, wait, what, yeah, what's he getting done? And my mom's like, well, he's not going to be able to have babies. And I'm like, why don't we want him? It's this whole thing. And then the vet said, this is a boy. He has a penis. What did Nana say right there in that moment? My God. You gotta stop. What's she saying? My God. She did. My God. Where's Charlie? Your dad doing all this? He, he was not involved. Did dads take animals to the vet? Did my, they? My dad did. Okay. My dad did. But did moms and dads go to the vet together? Did they go on appointments together? Did they go? Did your dad ever go to the dentist with you? I mean, you're a little younger, so he probably did. No. No. My dad never. He didn't know the dentist's name. Where the practice? And not because he was a bad dad. No, I get it. I get it. Dad just didn't do that right, kind of right, stuff. Right, right, right. He would show up to the softball field on his way back from the golf course, probably half lit, and would stand at the first base fence. Smoke, and every smoke ball, a cigarette. yeah, and every ball that went by me, he'd be like, Donna "You, you could have gotten that, Donna Kay. You just need to stretch." Meanwhile, I couldn't stretch because if you've been listening to the podcast and seen the picture of me playing on the Dairy Queen team for softball. There was no possible way to stretch for a ball because I'd have cracked my damn pants open. They were so tight. And they were shorts, by the way. And I do remember at one time my coach saying, slide, slide. And I'm like, how? I don't, I don't even have pants on. This is taking a rocky I think turn. we're just going to call it an episode. I mean, I think seriously, we've, we've this has taken... I'm not kidding. Let's, let's just call it. This is taking a rocky... We're uh, 26 This is, right is taking a rocky turn, and I didn't mean for that to happen. Let's, let's do the commercials, and uh, let's get out. No, there's plenty to talk about. Let's talk about Plenty to talk about. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I, uh... Well, we're going to have to drop a lot of content here. I'm just trying to... I'm so sorry. No, no, don't be sorry. Don't be sorry. Um, I wrote in the letter... This past weekend, the letter issue 115. It is a component to both the podcast and also the radio show, The Afternoon Ride with Cadillac Jack on the Bear 925. Listen anywhere you are right now. Download the free Bear app. Search for the Bear 925. And I wrote uh, about our, our friends, the Chrisley family. And uh, this is just part of a few words. 
of uh, what I wrote. On many occasions, Todd and Julie were kind enough to invite us to join them for birthdays, anniversaries, and other life events. Some were filmed for the TV show, others were not. For years now, we've been alerted to a Chrisley rerun that we were a part of by a barrage of text messages, most from people who had been silent for years, asking, is that you eating barbecue with Todd Chrisley? Or why did I just see you and Donna on my TV? Many friends and co-workers have asked me and listeners of the podcast and radio show too, what do I think? What do I think? The question refers to the verdict this week against Todd and Julie Chrisley in federal court. So here's what I think. In life, regardless of one's decisions, a true friend sticks with you through good times and bad times. As we have prepared for my trial this fall in federal court, I have continued to receive messages of encouragement from Todd and his family. As his federal trial enters the sentencing and appeal phases, he will continue to receive calls and messages of encouragement from me, like he and Julie did on Tuesday. People around us see this pretty picture and think it's perfect. We're not perfect. But perfect should be something you should strive to be. I expect a certain standard. I want us to live a certain way. Julie never gets stressed out over that kind of stuff. If I did, I would be crazy. Because that's every day. You need help. You need help. You can't offer me the help that I need. This right here is beyond couch time. He is truly one of the funniest people. Absolutely. I've ever met in my entire life. And he is the same off camera as he is on camera. In every way. Every way. He is that. And I have to tell you, one of, when you had your heart attack, one of the first people, one of the first people that I received a text from was Julie Chrisley. Just a really, really sweet text. And not one of those texts like we've talked about on the podcast where we're praying for you. you know, just listen, this is shocking. You go home. And, I mean, just really like good mom advice. Go home, be with your kids, you know, and then go sit in the closet. It was funny. I didn't know this. And that was my advice to he and Julie on Tuesday, with yeah. the day of the sentencing. When I, well, not sentencing, but the day of the, uh, the verdict. I sent him basically that exact same text. I did. And I, I had no idea. I, I knew she texted you, but I've never heard the context. Of the yeah. Text and I, I've, I've said to a lot of people, that's exactly what I did. There were many nights when I come home from the hospital and I didn't want to. Like, Chris, I don't have a choice. Right. I mean, <laughs> but I don't want to fall. I don't want to fall apart like in front of the kids. So I would just, you know, keep it together. And then everybody's got to have their moment where they're, you know, you're scared to death or you're worried, but um, just a really sweet people. And, um, very caring. And you know what? Um, you're absolutely right. Is it is not our lot in life to judge other people. Friendship is a is a really it's people say it's tricky or whatever. It's actually not. Friendship is through thick and thin. Just like um, you know, other things. So you just have to take the good with the bad. And sometimes it's not even your job as a really good friend to call someone and go, What is going on or what happened or is this true what I read? Sometimes it's the best way to be a good friend is just go, you know what? I know you're going through it and I'm here for you. You know? Period. Period. I met the Chrisleys through the radio show that I used to host on a radio station. It's no longer here in Atlanta. When I joined the station in 94, 19 years old, it was the number one country station in America. Um, for the final 12 years of my 25, I hosted the morning show. And Julie Chrisley reached out to me. It was a voicemail. It worked. She called the business line. Grayson, who was the youngest of the kids, at the time was eight years old. And he loved Ken Like Jack. He was enamored by the name, I guess. And, and every morning on the way to school, he would listen to Cadillac Jack and Can't Be Cad. Joey said, listen, we'd like to come by and, and say hello and, and, and meet everybody. 
So we had a man that were fantastic, phenomenal. I mean, it was one of the best in studio visits. It's 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 having someone in studio and having someone on the phone are two t- entirely different moments with two entirely different results. If you can't see the person, it's a little tougher to pull off anything beyond. Tell me about the new album. I mean, not that I would never do that, but you see what I'm saying? When they're in studio, yeah. you can get a lot more done with them. They were raw. They had not been through media training. I remember asking. Uh, visit number two with the entire family again in the studio. It was fantastic. They're all entertaining. This time, this point, the show was starting to, to get some traction. And that led into what, what is a, a, a friendship between all of us. And we have mutual friends. Um, we've been to three or four different uh, occasions. Again, some tape for TV, some not. We've, we've been in several episodes, and we do get those messages anytime there's a, a repeat. Like everything else, they are a lightning rod, and some people feel very strongly that, you know, if they did stuff, they get what they deserve and all this stuff. And it's kind of like what we talked about before about addiction. You know, like if you've done this, you deserve this or whatever. Here's the thing. you If you're friends with someone, again, you're friends with them through the good and the bad. And hopefully everyone listening has a couple of people in their life that qualify as that. Because you know what? The playing field, the older you get sometimes and the more stuff you've been through, the playing field gets smaller and smaller and smaller of people that you really, truly know you can trust. And truly want your life. Sentencing is October 3rd, I believe. Uh, they, they will appeal. So that's what I think. I think don't worry about it. Donna has, it, has, has said it so many times during this podcast, and it rings true every single time. Mow your own effing grass. All right? Don't, don't worry about other people. Unless they need you in their they'll life get, to they'll, they'll reach out to you if that's the case. Yeah. They'll reach out to you. So yeah. sit by your phone and wait on Todd or Julie to call, or Donna or Caddy. And, 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 and until that happens, just stay in your lane, mow your grass, mind your business. How about that? I said to you, and if you have a lot of potential skeletons in your closet, you should not be on a reality show. They've got a lot of footage. Well, but you mean for trial? Well, the trial's over. So whether or not that, uh, do you think that works to their benefit or not? Uh, not at all. Time to talk about my other favorite Donna in my life. And that'd be Donna from Gallery Furniture. Ask for Donna. Ask for the Wolfman. 16. Well, I'll let my Donna tell you about it. It's 2511 Roseville Highway in College Park. Or 1600 Brownsburg Road, Gainesville. Hey. Ask for Donna. Ask for Donna. Hey, ask for the Wolfman. 40 plus years. Legendary local small business. They'll take your Donna's going to take care of you. I've seen people walk in there with not a penny to their name. I don't suggest you do Don't do this to Donna. I don't suggest you do this, but people that are in a, a, that need something truly need something yeah i mean don't go in like pretending i'm not that's, no, i'm not okay. I'm, that's not what i'm saying but i'm like saying buy I, baggy clothes I, i've seen this firsthand on, on more than more several occasions uh, where people come in and they need something they don't ask for it donna knows donna can tell she yeah. learned from dad how to do that from the wolfman you know that's the thing there's nothing flashy about gallery furniture and i know to a lot of people maybe that is somewhat off-putting or maybe that's i've had people say to me the reason that i've never gone up there i've seen it or i've seen the commercials or i know about them but i've just never gone up there because i feel like it's just too small maybe it's too local or it's too you know and there is no such thing because how do you want to be treated do you want to walk through the door of a big box retailer that makes you you know that you feel good walking in because Maybe it's got a, a nice Flashy. door that you open or whatever. Flashy and have a nice big parking lot. Yeah, but you're going to have to walk in there and flag someone down in a polo with a clipboard. And their only goal. From, is to get your credit number. That's right. And to, to open you up an account. And I mean, guess what? They have big boards in the back 
with grids on them that say how many Stephanie's gotten today and how many this person's gotten. And so if you think that you're getting exceptional service at any of these places, you're wrong. You're just a number. You truly are. And for Donna and them, there's no board. There's no contest. They really want to take care of their customers. And they work kind of as a group. It's not like, you know, you go to some furniture stores, and I don't know if you've ever been in one. This happened to me at one that I will not name. Where They were circling like sharks. They were almost fighting each other. To get to you. To get, you know, like, what do they call those people um, on car dealership? Lot lizards cruising around looking for somebody to like. Pull on the lot. Yeah. Like to to get a lot lizard. No, lot. No, that's not a lot lizard. Lot. No. Okay. Finish. And then we'll we'll go back to that. uh, Yeah. Yeah. But you know what I mean? When When the salespeople are competing, but that's not happening because they all work as a team up there. And it's not like. The other thing isn't like um, Brandon's not going to help you and then have to go sit in Donna's office to see if you're going to really get the price. They're all capable of giving you a great price. So just trust us on this one. Maybe it's not as fancy on the outside. Maybe Gainesville is not right down the street from you, but I guarantee you it will be worth it. There has never been a person or a customer that has left Gallery Furniture who maybe even if they didn't buy anything, hasn't said, I'm coming back. I was treated so respectfully. They're amazing. I love the experience. 1600 Brown Spritro Gainesville. Follow the Instagram account. Gallery Furniture GA. Coming up to you in the next episode of Cadillac Jack, my second act. Who crashed your wedding? Hey, where's Brittany at? Hey, tell me the truth. Where's Brittany at? Brittany, Brittany. Brittany got to have a gun. No. Hey, Brittany. Get out, bro. No, get out. Get Don't put your hands on Get me. Away. I'm Jason Alexander. That is Jason Alexander. He was Brittany's first husband. What? And he crashed for, Brittany and for Sam's like 24 wedding. 24 hours, he was her husband. They're the 55, ones that got, 55. They got married in Vegas. Why is he so out of breath from running? I, I don't know. I, don't, I have a lot of questions. Me too. This. And then, then again, who crashed your wedding? I'll tell you why. We had two deputies at my first wedding next episode, two uh, Cobb County deputies. I. I how did he get into the venue? How did he get into the, the parking lot? For, how did he know where the wedding was? How did he get into the parking like, lot? Brittany, Brittany, don't have a gun. It's actually, when you listen to the whole clip, and we'll hear the whole clip next it's time. It's kind of weird. It's very, it's scary, actually. Well, and I mean, why can't this girl, my God, all she wants is to have a decent wedding day, for God's sake. After everything she's been through, let the girl get married. This fool. Next oh episode, Cadillac Jack, my second night. Who crashed your wedding? Um, okay, lot lizard, I know what a lot lizard yes. is. I just it's came upon this. What? It's a hooker. It goes stop. to like Bucky's or something. No, because they don't. They don't do eighteen wheelers. Thank God. Know. Thank God for that company. But yeah, they're hookers that, that work the, okay, the. Can the, we call them ladies of the evening or something? Ladies of the night. Okay. That work the. The lots. The big uh, the big diesel gas stations. Some of them aren't ladies. Few of them are. All right. Can you? Okay. Never mind. Yeah, what you got? Go ahead. Can you imagine you? you you finally, you like, maybe you drive for the, I don't even know what, the Brown Brothers and uh, Lumber Company. BJ Trucking. And you finally are just Brown like, Johnson. you know what, I'm just going to see how this goes down. I'm going to get me a, a lady. And it turns out, like, it's Fred, like, as a man, dressed up like a lady on a lizard. It lot. There's just so much going on. Don't be coming over looking for a conversation, dropping little hints that you won't be back again because I'm so sick and tired of the little lies that tell me so here is all I'm saying. Name is Cameron Marlowe. Just like Give Me Up is the name of the song. I'm familiar with this one. Uh, it's in heavy rotation right now. The Bear 92.5. We're early on this song. Giving You Up. Donnie adding it to the Spotify Hype Song playlist. I mean, do I not come up with the best stuff? Yes. 
Um, that's Cameron with a K and Marlo with an E. Um, I didn't know that he was on The Voice. He actually um, pretty recently. I think. Yeah, he. I didn't realize that because I don't really ever watch it anymore. But he was on The Voice, and um, he wrote this song. You know, he's from um, K Town. Yeah, K Town, Kannapolis. He was working like at. Uh, uh, advanced auto or something work on the counter like at four wheel auto parts well what happened was he went, he went to college and there was a family there was some stuff that went on with his family and he had to come back and get a job he had to actually leave college and he had to come back and get a job and start working to help them out and he did that and he was selling car parts um all of his influences were like 90s rockers like uh, stone temple pilots and puddle of mud and all that group and um he had a really he, he there was this girl that he was convinced he was getting ready to you know, get down on one knee and ask her to marry her. And she broke up with him like out of nowhere. And so he wrote this song giving you up. Um, and he read his entire album and like, I don't even know, like one night, you know, I think he was just like, let me just get all this stuff out. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. I like his sound. Good looking kid. Like his sound actually plays a guitar. I think that's important. I tell you, there's some really good music out and I'm finding it. I'm finding it. There's this whole group of sub. I call them, and they're not. Please don't take this wrong. They're not. They're not subpar artists, but I call them sub artists. And it's like him and um, Parker McCollum, and I mean D- Dylan Scott. I mean, one of the kid you added last episode. Yes, um, great Mark, artist. Great Matt Stell. Matt Stell, great artist. But somebody's got to break. Somebody's got to break. Quick. And and it's not like in the um, in the nineties or the two thousands where. One person's hat was taller, one's hair was longer, one had a mullet. They're just normal guys, um, but super, super talented. I mean, I think Parker's already oh, stepped out. God, Parker so McCollum has already stepped out from the crowd, but there's it's very crowded still, even with Parker gone. And there's not room for everybody. No, there's not room for everybody. But there's a lot of artists trying to break through right now. And these labels are are competing for spins and attention uh, with a lot of pressure. And there's just not enough spins to go around. There's not. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Okay, what about you? What you add? Uh, Bonnaroo's this weekend. You can uh, check out the stream on Hulu. In honor of that, I will add the Dixie Chicks. Love it. Who are headlining Bonnaroo. The, and the, the Chicks. Sorry, you're right. The Chicks. Uh, Tool's going to be there this weekend. Machine Gun Kelly, J. Cole, 21 Savage, Stevie Nicks, the Chicks. I'm going to uh, host Choice and uh, let you pick the song. Oh. You don't have to answer now. Okay. But uh, check out the Spotify Hype Song Playlist. There are three seasons worth. There's a, a, a playlist for each season of this podcast. And when you fly Delta, Atlanta's hometown airline, explore 265 episodes of the My Second Night podcast when seated safely and comfortably just engage the infotainment center. And you can also explore the three seasons of Hype Song Playlist on Delta, Atlanta's hometown airline. We're thankful for pod support from Ford, Built Ford Tough, and Fayetteville Ford. Come and get your FayettevilleFordGA.com. There's an HVAC man. Uh, he's a business owner from Oxford, Mississippi. Flew to Atlanta last week and bought three E360 cargo vans. Drove them back to Oxford, Mississippi. That's 662 miles round trip. Why do you think this business owner did that? Because he got a great deal. Because he had the inventory. And he also and he also scores the gift of a lifetime powertrain warranty from Fateful Ford. FatefulFordGA.com. This man drove or flew from, from Oxford, Mississippi. If you're listening in Atlanta, you can't drive to Faithful. There's a reason why it's happening. Seven years ago, last November, there was a collab, a collaboration at the CMA Awards. The song became the fifth most streamed song in all of country music. David Allen Coe recorded the song in 81. George Jones did it in 83. It's a 40-year-old country song that is still as relevant today as it was during 
the Reagan administration, if not more. Chris Stapleton took the stage at the CMA Awards on November 4th, 2015. He was not even anywhere, nowhere close to being a household name. He'd released Traveler, but it was barely a blip on the charts. And the song Tennessee Whiskey was really an afterthought to most. That is, until the night of November 4th, 2015, at 10 p.m., considered to be the most coveted performance slot at any award show. At 10 p.m., Donna, it's thought that's when you have the most eyes because people are tuning in to see the big awards. They're always given away in the final hour, whether it's a music award show or the Tonys, which I think were this past weekend. That's the big one. That's the one everybody wants. It was filled this year by Chris Stapleton and a surprise guest. And they launched into the song Tennessee Whiskey. And the rest, as they say, is music history. Chris Stapleton, coupled with the star power of Justin Timberlake, was like a dagger in the heart of bro country, which dominated the chart before November 4, 2015. Justin Timberlake and Chris Stapleton relived that moment from 2015 this last Friday night. That's where this recording is from. Chris Stapleton played L.A. Before in Inglewood. JT stepped on the stage to recreate that moment. 12-minute epic version of the song to close out the show. An unknown, really, until 10 p.m., November 4th, 2015. In that year, that year, he won. Everything. New Artist of the Year, Male Vocalist of the Year. How do you get both those in one year? You have a great freaking year. That's how you get both those. And remember everyone. An album for traveling. Well, and everyone was talking about, um, if you haven't heard of this artist, then you're going to know him because he wrote for everyone. You know, all of the artists, I think we even actually talked about it on the podcast, but, you know, when he was first kind of breaking out, like all of the country artists knew who Chris Stapleton was way before the rest of us because he was writing so much material for everybody else and giving away great songs. And then I think everybody got bummed out because he was keeping when he decided to become an artist. Wouldn't let him give him away anymore. Yeah. She's like, stop hit him, it. Hit him with her fiddlestick. Oh, my God. Chris, I told you. Uh, Washington she, Post. Yes. She doesn't have her fiddle stick. She has her tambourine. Washington Post, the headline the morning after the CMA Awards, November 5th, 2015. Chris Stapleton may not be known to a ton of mainstream country music fans, but what, Donna? That's what? About to change. Change. After Wednesday's Country Music Association Awards, the Kentucky Bluegrass musician who released his first, uh, released his solo debut album, Traveler, earlier this year to rave reviews, basically walked away with the show. They performed at 10. By the end of the night, Chris's album was number one on iTunes. If you're listening on Upload Day, today is Thursday. It is June the 17th. Tomorrow night, Sticks and Ario Speedwagon are in town. Lover oh Boy. my God. Saturday night, Marin Morris is in town. What a weekend. Also Saturday night. One of my favorite songwriters of all time is, is doing uh, City Eats Kitchen. He wrote uh, Big Time for Big and Rich. He wrote Cry for Faith Hill. Angie. Apero. Is at, yeah, in town Saturday night. 
always something going on. I'm telling you, always. That, that's that's not everything. By any, that's that's one, two, three out of thirteen events happening just Saturday night. We should go see him. I love him. Tomorrow night, the seventeenth. If you're listening, to upload date today, sixteenth. Tomorrow, the seventeenth. The decades band, like a, a, they're known in Atlanta. Just, I mean, they are. They're, they're. We talk about party bands. They're a party band, but they do rock and roll. I love rock it. Rock and roll hoochie coo at Alfreda City Center. And it's the, the big concert series tomorrow night continues presented by Hometown Mortgage with the Decades Band. I bet if you go over there, there are some people. City Hall. Town oh, Green City Hall. Oh, I bet Hall. they are grooving over there. You know it? And here's what they're doing. They're drinking the frosés from Chiringa. If you've never had a frosé from Chiringa, you're Where missing out. Exactly? Well, it's just like a frozen frosé. I mean, how do you go wrong? What's the fr- Was that a wine? Yes. But there's so many places. And that's what's so great about Alpharetta is you can just walk kind of from restaurant to restaurant um, plenty of places to grab a glass of wine. So many places to sit outside on really cool patios. We've got up on the roof um, and live music on every corner. Awesome Alpharetta. Tell you. Seriously. Come play a while and say a while. Awesome There you can see everything that's going on with events every day. It's not a week thing, a weekend thing. Every day, the multiple events that are going on, you'll find them all listed. Awesome and you know, we're not bragging, but like if you drive well, down, well, but if you drive down by your like city downtown and you're like, Dang, they need to build something. Like, there's just a Fred's and a, I don't even know what, a marathon. A family dollar. Yeah. Then come to Awesome Alpharetta because we do do it a little better out here. And But here's the thing. There's something for like every price budget. There's a hotel for every price budget. There's shopping for every price budget. There are restaurants where there's this brand new awesome hot dog restaurant down on the green. That's all you get. Yeah. That's all they have hot dogs. So, I mean, again, you don't have to come over here and think you're going to spend a ton of money. Just come make a day out of it. But, I mean, we have so much to do for kids. There's fountains. There's art um, installations that are outside. There's plenty of parking. And there's so many things to do. Free parking. How many Free cities parking. can say that? Not How many. many. Seriously. We have two huge parking garages. One of them just built in the past year, year and a half. Thank you, Jim Gilvin. Free parking. Yes. The city, let me tell you something. I mean this. The city of Alpharetta, it could happen tomorrow, but right now it's free. And it has been for a year and a half. They don't fool around. They could put, Don, it'd be so easy. Wait, imagine the revenue stream. I even hate talking about this because I know Mayor Gilvin listens. is a huge fan. He's a super spreader. Mayor Gilvin is. Listens to every episode. He took the survey. He was the first person to tell me. I saw him the Saturday morning when the survey Love hit. Love him. The Saturday morning, the survey hit in the letter that we talked about last episode. Which was three weeks ago, I guess. He and I were doing a charity event together. First thing he says to me, I took a survey this morning. Was, it was like 11 him. o'clock that morning. He got it at 9, 10 when the, the letter hits. I love it. I love it. So I, I don't want to put this on his radar. I don't want this to, to what do you, what's your word, manifest? Yeah, no. But the free parking. Do you know how easy it would be for the city to put in arms and and and, and, and machines and, and, and computers to charge yeah, you a dollar twenty five? But that's not the point. The point is for everybody to come out and enjoy everything to, that we have to offer. Is. Of course it is. I'm saying, though, it would be very easy for the city to do that. Yeah. We want you to come out and have a good time. Yeah. Take that parking money and spend it with one of our local retailers. No kidding. I mean, and there is an awesome, like, if you love vinyl, there's a great vinyl record store right on the corner. There is so much to do. I'm telling you. I think I got some ants right here. Come here and look at these. And it's like, you know, Mm. no matter what you want to do, it's here. It is is here. We are preparing now for another Alfred Art in the Park which is a huge event. Uh, plan ahead and come on, spend the weekend with us. It'll be not this coming weekend, but I mean, come this weekend if you'd like. But if you're one of the pot peeps listening and you live in uh, you know, a city where it's three and a half, four hours, three, two and a half, whatever, plan ahead. Join us. Not this weekend, unless you won't. Come two weekends in a row, but weekend after next, 25th and 26th. It's another Alfred Art in the Park. Huge event. They're uh, behind when Brook Street Park, but behind City Hall, the other side of the town, you know, yeah. uh, opposite the, the town green. Tents everywhere. Awesome Alfred. Play while, stay while, and find your awesome, awesomealfred.com. We're also very grateful for pod support from T-Mobile. Experience America's largest and fastest 5G network 
Brightmore Healthcare and guests of the My Second Act podcast stay at properties owned and managed by Paramount Hospitality Management. The Paramount Pledge to you, cleanliness, friendly staff, comfortable bed, great location, and a great value. Paramount Properties are located in Atlanta, Georgia Tech, Knoxville, Baton Rouge, LaGrange, Carrollton, and Noonan, Georgia. Our country is no longer in the grip of the COVID-19 pandemic. It was a very trying and tiring time for care team members at Brightmore Healthcare and Brightmore Hospice, yet they marched on. The stories during the pandemic of healthcare workers at Brightmore Hospice going above and beyond are endless. Brightmore care team members slept in tents in their backyards, RVs in their driveways. Many did not see their own families for days at a time, some for weeks. But each day, they cared for someone else and their family, often strangers. To the 473 employees of Brightmore Healthcare and Brightmore Hospice, we take a moment to say thank you. Thank you for doing what had to get done. Thank you for pushing through during the most trying time that this world has ever seen. 20 million Americans work in healthcare, and there are hundreds and hundreds of families who would agree that of the 20 million, the true angels and experts pin to themselves a Brightmore Hospice badge every day. Brightmorehospice.com. We care for patients in their home. <laughs> no matter where home may be. Hot peeps. What's, what's going on? I'm just there? so itchy. It's I hot too. God know. bless, it's hot. I want to share that. We're going to have to cut maybe two of these pot peeps. Catch them up next episode with the uh, Who Crashed Your Wedding content. Diana, James Island, South Carolina. She writes, I live in Charleston, have a friend that talks about your podcast all the time and is always suggesting that I and all of our coworkers listen. I do listen to several podcasts, but most are true crime titles like Crime Junkie or uh, Up and Vanished. I was on vacation last week in Florida with my family, decided to download an episode, and I gave it a listen. I won't lie, there are often hidden sideways eye rolls in the conference room when Lydia, that's the, the friend of the coworker, uh, starts with, you're not going to believe what happened to Caddy and Donna. But here's what happened to me as I was away from work and enjoying my time on the beach. I listened, and I laughed, and I learned, and I found that you are as relatable as any friend that I have. I didn't know that other people also tried to smuggle things into Goodwill that they no longer wanted or want in their house. Uh, on three occasions, I have received a letter from a Goodwill rep reminding me that it is illegal for them to accept old paint cans and other hazardous materials. And yes, Donna, it is a law. What? I have seen it firsthand when included as an enclosure with my scathing notices from Goodwill. Donna, you are my spirit animal. Move to Charleston. Let's be best friends. You have a listener for life. I also have an aging mother, and I'm often at a crossroads. And at the end of my rope and in tears, as both of you have been, uh, both of you guys have been too. Appreciate your honesty and vulnerability when talking about depression which is truly one of the biggest challenges in our country right now. Tuesday and Thursday are now my favorite days of the week, which I'd listened to Lydia two years ago, <laughs> but plan on catching up and enjoying every episode. Diana James Island, South Carolina. Okay. I'm moving there. When? I don't know, but her and I are going to tear the town like Thelma and Louise. Yeah. Thanks to executive producers, Hans Appen and Carl Appen. What about my song? Oh, I'm sorry. The chick song. Um, You're going to add to the Spotify some playlist. Yes. So I am adding without you. I'm fanning myself. It's I, I got to tell you something. I'm getting ready to, the door. I'm getting ready to go down the darkest hole. I'm going to go downstairs and start Googling what happens if ants okay. crawl into places and what if I swallow an ant. Audio for this episode of Cadillac Jack, my second act from Justin Timberlake on Instagram, Columbia Nashville Records and Cameron Marlowe. Monument Records and the Chicks, all three media and USA Network.
New episodes Tuesday, Thursday. Both days of Cadillac Jack, my second act. Team App and Podcast Network. Please open the door. <laughs>